Hi again, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of the Germany 1918-1939 History Podcast. So, so far we've looked at reasons why the new German Republic was unpopular amongst the German people, and reasons why groups from both the left and the right of the political spectrum attempted to overthrow it and replace it with their own style of government. So we've looked at the Spartacists, who were from the left, and the Cat Putsch that was from the right, what they wanted and how and why they both failed. Today, we'll begin to look at the year 1923 and some more of the different challenges that the German government faced. And the first of these challenges involved France. Now, as hopefully you'll remember, one of the terms of the Treaty of Versailles was that Germany had to pay reparations, that just means money for damages, to the Allies. And this included France. Initially, the total amount that Germany had to repay was set at £6.6 billion and it was supposed to be paid in regular instalments. Unfortunately for Germany, as we know, its economy was in ruins, and this meant that it was soon unable to keep up with the schedule of reparations payments that had been set out in the treaty. So, by January 1923, France had had enough of Germany's failure to pay the money that they owed, and so, in response, France sent troops into the Ruhr, Now, the Ruhr is an industrial area of Germany close to the French border and is part of the Rhineland, which was demilitarised by the Treaty of Versailles. So the French set up in the Ruhr and confiscated raw materials, such as coal and iron, machinery, other goods too, to the value of the money that Germany still owed them. Now, as I've said, due to the Treaty of Versailles banning German soldiers from this area, Germany wasn't able to defend itself from this so-called French invasion of the Ruhr. So instead, the German government told the workers in the Ruhr simply to go on strike. So this is called passive resistance when they refuse to work and to follow orders. Some workers even went so far as to deliberately sabotage machines in the mines and the factories so the French couldn't use or take them or make any profit from them. So the French responded by arresting and, in some cases, shooting some of the striking workers and bringing in their own workers instead to make sure the work got done. As you can imagine, there was a lot of resentment amongst the the people of Germany to what the French had done. They thought it was unfair. In fact, they thought everything that had been done to Germany since the end of World War I was unfair. However... There was even more resentment at the failure of the Weimar government to stop them, even though realistically they had little choice. Germany's reduced army at 100,000 men was distributed around all of Germany's borders to the east, west and south, and even if it gathered in the Ruhr, it wouldn't have been a match for the French army and their Belgian support, whose numbers, some would say, totaled over 750,000 men. The French takeover or occupation, as it's sometimes known, of the Ruhr, crippled Germany. Germany's economy was already in ruins after the First World War and the effect of the Treaty of Versailles, and the fact that the Ruhr contained many factories and around 80% of German coal, iron and steel reserves meant that Germany's debt simply increased, unemployment also increased, and the shortages in food and medicine that Germany had been experiencing since the, uh, the British naval blockade of 1918, they just got worse. 
The German government did manage to win some support amongst the German people, which was rare for the Weimar Republic, and this is because it did show some support to the striking workers in the Ruhr. And this was more out of desperation, but the German government began to print more money to try and pay the striking workers, even though they weren't at work, to encourage them and to hopefully mean the French would give up and return to France. This was also an attempt to give the economy in Germany a much-needed boost, but as we'll find out in the next episode, this decision was to have disastrous consequences for Germany and the German economy. So that's all for today's episode. Hopefully you now have a clear understanding of what the invasion of the Ruhr was, so why France did it and how Germany responded and the impact that might have on the future. The next episode will explain something called hyperinflation and why this made Germany's problems even worse. That's it for now. See you next time.